0: Hey there, welcome to episode 244 of the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Lummer. As always, I am thrilled to be here with you today, and I'm really looking forward to talking about today's topic on the show, because this topic has had a a thread for a long time in my life. I bet it has in your life, And it definitely has in the lives of pretty much everybody that I coach and everybody that I know, because it isn't just a thought, what I'm gonna share with you on today's show, but a universal truth. But I think sometimes we fail to accept this as a truth, and so it feels like an injustice, and then we get really angry, and then we do something pretty much to harm ourselves. Now, that's not gonna be a lot of harm, I'm gonna go into why, but self-sabotage really, I think is rooted in this idea at some times in our lives. So what's the thought? What's the statement? It is, this isn't fair, right? This is not fair. Now, I know you've had that thought many times throughout your life. How many times have you had that thought since having breast cancer? Since having breast cancer and thinking, this isn't fair, why me? Why am I the one that got breast cancer? I'm a good person. I did all these things. I know this person, they're not such a great person. They haven't done all the things that I've done to take care of myself. This is so not fair. Maybe you gained weight from chemotherapy and steroids and all of the stuff. And maybe you're thinking, this is not fair. I have this friend who literally eats a box of cronuts and washes them down with a bottle of wine and she never gains an ounce. She doesn't have to diet. She doesn't have to think about it. I look at a Cronut, I gain five pounds. That is so not fair, right? Maybe it's making some dietary changes and giving up some of the things that you thought were special in your life and you just haven't done it because you look at it and you say, no, that's just not fair. I shouldn't have to do this right? So I said, this is a thought that we get stuck on. But this is also, my friends, a universal truth. Could we all agree that life is not fair? That there's not one idea of what fair is. So how could life be fair? What well, might be fair in my mind isn't going to be fair in yours and vice versa. There's so many ways that we could look at what is fair. But I could say the universal truth and some of the examples I just cited for you, these are just truths, right? We observe things throughout life and in our mind, we look at and say, that shouldn't work that way, right? It shouldn't be harder to get into debt than it is to get out of debt, harder to lose weight than it is to gain weight, harder to build back trust than it is to lose trust. But it is. And we know this to be true. So why do we refuse to accept this universal truth? And in refusing to accept this universal truth, we fight it and we sabotage ourselves again and again and again. I wanna share a story with you. I'm not sure if I've ever shared this on the podcast before. I may have, but when my daughter was very small, I would say she was maybe first or second grade. I pick her up from school one day And come on, what kid hasn't said to you, that's not fair, mom, that's not fair, right? Share your favorite toy with someone. Well, that's not fair. This is just something that is said. And I would always respond to my kids, okay, well, life isn't fair, honey, so get used to it. Share the toy, right? So I pick up my daughter from school this one day. And she is just up in arms. She's maybe six or seven years old. She's little. So I don't know, maybe it's kindergarten or first grade. But I just remember she was so cute with these pudgy little cheeks. And she tells me the story about someone who wanted something of hers. I can't remember the exact details of it yet. And she told the other kid, no. And the other kid went and told the teacher on her. And the teacher came and said, honey, we have to share this because that's the fair thing to do. And my daughter responded with, well, life isn't fair. And so I am trying so hard to take that conversation seriously and I'm holding back my laughter and she says, "My teacher's wrong, right, mom? She's wrong. Life isn't fair, is it?" And I said, "Well, we need to talk about that, but no, life isn't fair. It just isn't, you guys, because What is fair? It's what we think we want in that moment, what we think is right for us or someone else in that moment. And so we know this to be true. So why do we put ourselves through the hell of fighting the fact that life isn't fair? Sometimes we just have to accept things. And when we come up to this life isn't fair, followed by the comment I made just a second ago, I shouldn't have to do that, right? Think about that rule. I shouldn't have to do that. Based on what? I shouldn't have to count every micro or macronutrient that I put into my mouth. I shouldn't have to take 40 different supplements a day. I shouldn't have to be on chemotherapy pills. I shouldn't have to stick so strictly to my plan that the smallest deviation throws off my blood work. I shouldn't have to do that. Based on what? By whose rules? Right, whose rules am I playing? A fair life, a fair universe somewhere? So, yet this thought comes up. It comes up for me over and over again. And every time this thought comes up, this isn't fair or it's twin, I shouldn't have to do this. Every time that thought comes up, it brings the feeling of frustration or anger, right? Definitely resentment maybe. And most of the time when we find ourselves facing this thought, this, this isn't fair, I shouldn't have to do this. It is when we're faced with a situation where we have to put in extra intentional energy. And what I mean by that is we're in a situation where something's really fun Right. People are having a lot of fun, or maybe there are desserts or cocktails or things that you're trying to avoid, but you really love them and enjoy them. And in the moment, you're happy and you're thinking, I just want to feel normal. And then you've got like the devil on one shoulder, the angel on the other shoulder saying, Don't do this. You know, you're going to end up suffering. No, I want to do this. I want to feel normal. This just isn't fair. I got to live my life and I'm just going to go in. Right. And what why does that specific scenario, why does that kind of scenario when we're in a place where we're just having fun and we haven't decided, in fact, maybe even ahead of time, we've decided I'm not gonna do this, right? I'm not going to indulge in something that I know is going to make me feel bad physically or emotionally or affect my energy or something like that. It's one thing if we're going into a situation where we're saying, I'm gonna be really intentional about this. I've decided that this is what I'm gonna indulge in while I'm there. It's another thing if we said, no, I'm really trying to stay with my plan and stay in the flow of everything I've got going on. And then we get in the moment, we're having fun. And instead of putting that extra energy, because it really does take extra emotional, mental energy in that moment, we just go, oh, forget it, right? and we go all in, and then we end up regretting it because we sabotage ourselves. We've done something, we've drank something, we've eaten something that leaves us feeling bad afterwards, or leaves us gaining weight afterwards, or feeling bloated, or having digestive issues, something that we already knew going in this was going to happen. So let me give you a real life scenario to kind of illustrate this even more. I avoid eating sugar or flour, as if you listen to this podcast at all, you know that I follow a ketogenic diet with a goal of staying in therapeutic ketosis. But there are times when that's really challenging, right? And I know how important it is because I'm managing active disease and it's very important that I stick to the plan because I have seen in my blood work when I don't stick to the plan, things shift really quickly. And you know what? That's not fair, is it? Doesn't sound fair. I work really hard most of the time. And then a little deviation here and there. And what ends up happening is it doesn't just reflect in my blood work, but it reflects in my body. So in places where I have active disease, if I eat something sugary, if I have alcohol, I will suffer for it. I will feel it in my digestive system i will have issues i will have heartburn i more than likely won't sleep soundly because of that and It has been my experience that almost every time that I deviate from what my plan is, I'm in pain. It creates a lot of inflammation in my body. It creates a lot of pain. In fact, it's just shocking to me sometimes how powerful food is and how much of an inflammatory response I can experience. And I think, you know, we'll talk more about that at other times, but it's really a powerful thing to consider how much of an influence food has on our body. So I don't want to get off track here. Let me go back. So let's think of this scenario. We're out having fun. In fact, I was out with my daughter and her fiance and my husband. We were having a lovely dinner. We were at this really cool restaurant. And it's like this great tapas restaurant. We're sharing all these little small plates. They're fantastic. And we're just in the moment. And they have a key lime pie martini, which is one of my favorites ever. And I decide... I'm just going to have a martini. And I did. And I had the martini. And then at the end, they brought around this dessert tray. And the desserts that at that place look remarkable. And from everything I've heard, they're remarkable. I've been there several times, but I haven't indulged in the desserts. And they bring the desserts. And they order a couple of desserts for the table. And finally, I go in and I take a couple bites of the cookie butter cake, which was absolutely delicious, I have to say. And for about two days, I had an incredible amount of inflammation. I really felt it in my body. And because I hadn't gone to that dinner with the intention of indulging, with the intention of saying, you know what? I've been so good for so long, tonight I'm gonna have a cocktail. Because I didn't go with that energy and that intention in my mind. I went with the, I'm gonna stick to my plan no matter what. And then I didn't. And I did it because in that moment when they were offering the specialty cocktail menu and they were bringing around the dessert tray, instead of exerting a little more energy in that moment and saying, thank you, but no thank you, as I often do, most of the time do, I said, you know what? It's a special dinner and I'm having fun. Let's just do this. And that word right there, that word, I'm having fun that can really come into play, especially when we have this underlying thought of this isn't fair, I'm having fun. I should be able to do this, this is fun, right? And it's not fair that I have to miss out on the fun. But is that really true? Would I have been missing out on any of the fun at that lovely dinner with my people if I hadn't had a glass with alcohol in it? Or if I hadn't had a couple of bites of a sugary dessert? Would I really have missed out on something? No, absolutely not. And what I did instead was created more suffering for myself, right? Because of that, I just want to have fun. I just want to be normal. This isn't fair. I shouldn't have to be the one to miss out, right? I shouldn't have to do this. And I think that it's really important to point out here that the the idea of fun has to be different than life and you know life and sticking to the plan has to be boring and not fun and fun has to be stuff that's not good for you Do you see that, how we can get off track here? Because this is all a part of life. Everything is a part of life. Our social engagements, our special dinners, the things we decide to do for ourselves on a day-to-day basis, it's all just a part of life. And some of us have to be a little more stringent with the parameters, with our nutrition and what we decide to do and even everything, when we sleep, what we eat, all the things, right? Some of us, depending on what's going on in our body, we've gotta be a little more disciplined with ourselves. And some of us, we can get away with a little more, so that's okay, you have to know where your balance is at. But wherever your balance is, that's your sweet spot, right? You find the sweet spot that works for you, that says, this is life, life is my day-to-day life that I do, and life is also fun. But fun doesn't have to mean that I do so many things, that I go outside of my sweet spot and end up creating pain and suffering for myself, whether that is emotional pain or physical pain or the mental pain of the shame spiral and the guilt and all of all of that stuff that comes along with it. So how do we embrace, first of all, the life truth, that life is not fair. Can we embrace that? Can we say to ourselves, yeah, I don't have to fight that idea because it's just friggin' true. And I just have to learn how to accept that. I have to learn how to come to terms with that. I have to learn how to be at peace with it. Because if I can be at peace with the fact that life isn't fair, then I can just say, well, that means I may have to do some things that I wish I wouldn't have to do. I wish I could be the girl who could eat the box of cronuts and wash them down with a bottle of red wine and never fill the thing, but that isn't me, right? And so then I have to figure out, okay, so what is my sweet spot? How does my life flow? So I don't find myself feeling so deprived that I'm thinking I shouldn't have to do that. Where can I find the balance in my mind with the flow of my life? Why does day-to-day living have to look one way and vacation, date night, special occasions have to mean the wheels come off? Can we be more intentional? Can we exert energy? Can we say, this is what fun sounds like to me. This is how I live my fun life all the time. This is how I live my fun life. This is what I do. This is what brings me happiness. This is how much I choose to indulge in things that may not support my health or that may create inflammation in my body. And I know that going in, but I also enjoy the flavor of it or the sensation of it or the experience of it. And so this is how often I'm okay with doing that so that I don't feel bad and so I don't create a net negative effect in my life. Okay. But as long as we refuse to accept that life isn't fair... And we want to fight the fact that life isn't fair. And we go into it stomping our feet and we go into it having our little tizzy fit and saying, life isn't fair, this is bullshit, give me all the things. And then we suffer. And then when we suffer, we're harder on ourselves. And just no fun comes from that, right? So we have to ask ourselves this question. When when the thought comes up, life isn't fair, I shouldn't have to do this. And you find yourself in this scenario and you realize, like, I'm not taking care of myself the way that it feels good to take care of myself, right? There's some ways when we take care of ourselves and we think, I feel really good. You know, I've had just the right mix of, all the things, all the healthy things, all the treats. And and when I say healthy things, I don't mean like we're giving up something, but delicious choices that make us feel good and satisfied and taste good. And I've had some of the special treats as well, and it's all just a flow of my life, and this is what makes me feel good. So we circle back to that thought, am I taking care of myself the way I want to be taking care of myself, the way that I know feels good to me? And if the answer to that is no, And you realize that you have the thought, well, it isn't fair, I shouldn't have to do those things. That's where your work is, right? When that thought comes up to me and I just think, this isn't fair, I say to myself, I remember that little girl in my car, I was like, my teacher's wrong, right, mom? Life isn't fair. And I think, "Yeah, that's true, it's true. So what choice am I going to make here? If life isn't fair, and I can't do all the things I wanna do whenever I wanna do them as much as I wanna do them, what am I going to make that mean to me? How am I going to apply that truth to my life and still make conscious decisions and put in a little extra energy so that I am taking care of myself the way I deserve to be treated, so that I am taking care of myself in a way that feels good to me, in a way that I'm happy with myself for doing and then what other thoughts come up for you in that moment? This is where our work gets really good. Because if you notice, and now you're going to notice, you listen to this podcast and something's gonna come up and you think, this is so not fair. And you're gonna hear my voice. Okay, what other thought is underneath that? What's happening there with you in that moment? What is underneath that? That's not fair. Well, that's not fair doesn't make me feel good. And when I don't feel good, Typically, the actions that I take are things that self-sabotage what I want to be doing for myself and don't lead to me treating myself the way I deserve and want to be treated. So what other thoughts are in there? Can you explore why you think things have to be fair? why you think you shouldn't have to expend extra energy in order to support yourself or treat yourself the way that you want to be treated, right? It's up to you. It's like, this is a boundary thing. This is where we come in and we're like, this is me honoring my own boundaries. Am I honoring them or am I violating them? What's going on here? Why am I turning to the idea of it's not fair to kind of mask making poor choices for myself. And I'll tell you what, sometimes what comes up is, oh, I just it just happened. I don't know what happened. It got out of hand, right? It got away from me. And I think this is a really important thing. When we're thinking that this isn't fair, I shouldn't have to do this. And we do make choices, friends, because we're the one making the choices. So we make the choice that we do something that doesn't serve the way we wanna be treated, we have a net negative effect from it, But then we don't even embrace and acknowledge that we're making that choice, right? We made that choice. We just kind of say, I don't know. It's like the universe just swooped in and took over and made me drink the key lime pie martini, right? It's not true. We're making the choice. And when we own that fact that I'm the one who's choosing, then we're moving even more into awareness. And when we move into that awareness, we take back power. So I can acknowledge and I can say, and you can say, you can look and you're like, yeah, I don't like that because it doesn't feel fair. I wish I didn't have to be the one who has to make these kinds of choices. But at the same time, we have to accept, I am the one. You are the one. If you wanna create certain results in your life, you're gonna have to make certain choices in order to get there, right? And when we take ownership of the fact that we're the ones who make or do not make those choices, then we become more powerful because I can say, you know what, it's true. When I go out on date night or I go to a dinner with my family, I'm the one that chooses to have the things that I said ahead of time I wasn't going to have. I'm the one that chooses to stay up too late and watch the Netflix thing until one o'clock in the morning. I'm the one that chooses, not, I don't know what happened before I knew it it was one o'clock. Right? When we step in and we take ownership, then we have much more control over our lives and we still get to make whatever choices you wanna make. You still get to stay up and watch Netflix till one o'clock, but know what that's going to mean for you and own the fact that you're making that choice for yourself, all right? And we can't get there if we think that we deserve something else. You know, we can't own our own choices. We can't decide, like, I've got to look at my overall life and make this choice on where my sweet spot is in life and where the balance is between the foods that nourish me and the foods that maybe don't nourish me, but I super enjoy and love to indulge in. And we don't take power over all of that. We don't take control over all of that if we're just fighting the fact that we tell ourselves we shouldn't have to do it. So the first step is we've gotta just accept some of the truths in life. Some of the time we just have to stop and say, this is how life is, this is just what is. Can we also say, well, that sucks? Yep, you sure can. You can say, well, that sucks. Can you say, I wish I, it wasn't like that? Yep, you sure can. But then you've gotta look out. Are you gonna keep choosing those thoughts? What's the result those create in your life? How do those leave you feeling? Do they move you closer to living the life or experience the kind of, experiencing the kind of health that you want to experience? And if not, when are you going to step in and say, it's true, I accept it, it isn't fair, but I'm the one in charge of the choices I make, and I can have it all. I just have to decide on what spectrum it all fits in. Maybe I can't have it all, all the time, every day but here's how I can have it all in a way that serves me and I feel good about it and it brings me happiness and it makes me feel like I'm participating in my life the way I wanna participate in my life while I'm still loving and caring about myself, okay? So give some thought. Examine where this idea of this isn't fair is working in your life. Where are the threads of this isn't fair? Sometimes it's in relationships. This isn't fair, I shouldn't have to work so hard. I shouldn't have to repeat myself so much. I shouldn't have to ask for what I want. I shouldn't have to just spell it all out for them. Why not? Who says? Most of the time you're gonna find out that the rules around that were created in your own mind. Yeah. So the reason why it's not fair is because you decided on the rules And the way life works, well, I guess you forgot to inform life that it has to follow your rules, right? So sometimes we just have to be a little more aware, where am I thinking that life isn't fair? Where am I thinking I shouldn't have to be the one that shows up? Where am I thinking I shouldn't have to be the one who puts more energy? Why am I telling myself I shouldn't have to be the one to do that? Am I happy with the results that making those choices is creating for me? Am I happy with the results that fighting this unfair life is creating for me? And if not, it's time to dig into that thought a little deeper and maybe just give it a hug and start to learn how to embrace it and then start to learn how to take intentional control of the things you wanna create for yourself in your life. All right, my friends, you know you can get help with that by coming and joining the Better Than Before Breast Cancer Life Coaching Membership. Well, I'll be there to support you where every single month we dig into some of the things like I talk about on this podcast and we really work from this most compassionate place to serve ourselves and love ourselves and take better care of ourselves and connect with amazing group of other women who get what you're going through right along with me. All right, my friends, you can find all the details on my website, breastcancerrecoverycoach.com. Forward slash life coaching. And I'll talk to you again next week. Take care. In the voices in your head, you've put your courage to the test, laid all your doubts to rest. Your mind is clearer than before, your heart is full and wanting more. Your future's at the door. Give it all you got, no hesitation. Et je vais